The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And today, everybody's thinking about money, the bad economy, what are we going to do? Well, a lot of what you can do about this is actually a resource that you have never thought about. Your mouth, speaking. Today's show is Speak Your Way to Wealth. You don't have to just yak and complain about the economy. Instead, you could use your mouth to make money. Whether you want to get rich or whether you want to become president, what you say and how you say it determines your future. Today, my guests are R.V. Robinson and Lee Pound, and they are two of the top experts in persuasive speaking, and they're going to give you the magic key that unlocks your door to success. Well, the reason uh, there are a couple of reasons why I, I picked this topic and these guests for today. Um, first of all, they are going to be having a seminar coming up that we'll tell you about in the last segment. Um, called Speak Your Way to Wealth, interestingly enough. And also, I had an interesting um, experience this past weekend. Um, I had the honor of being at the um, Saddleback Church where Rick Warren, the pastor and the author of The Purpose Driven Life, um, conducted a forum, a presidential forum. He interviewed both John McCain and Barack Obama separately. I'm sure many of you uh, watched it or certainly heard about it by now. It was it was really a fabulous event to be at, uh, history in the making. And before this, I actually wound up at the event because I had been at the um, Super Saturday uh, telephone call making <laughs> for uh, John McCain. I'm not going to... If you've been listening to this show for a while, you certainly um, have heard my feelings about the danger of Barack Obama, but we won't go into that today. Um, uh, but there I was at this um, telephone bank um, calling people up and asking them questions, you know, sort of taking a poll, and um, John McCain showed up, and uh, that was fabulous, meeting him. He, he was uh, warm and, and casual and as if you were greeting people at a backyard barbecue. And at the same time, we saw his powerful uh, statesmanlike side at the debate. And what I thought was fascinating, and so did the people that I spoke to who were there at the Saddleback Church. Oh, well, I was starting to say the way, the way that I got there was because I sat down next to a, a man who won two tickets, and he invited me to go. Um, the, it was sort of a contest for the people who were able to call more callers, the most callers in that particular half hour, every half hour, won two tickets to the church. And uh, so I got invited to go, and I was really thrilled. And um, at the church, um, at this forum, um, another actually uh, actu- uh, another emotional uh, 
uh, situation took place. Before it started, we were well, we we were <laughs> we were sort of in the room where we were watching it on a screen, um, not in the main part, but nonetheless, it was still exciting. And um, right before it started, when one of the sing there was music, people were singing, and and there was someone who sang the Star Spangled Banner, and um, of course the uh, tech. The, whatever technical things that were needed went dead, and we couldn't hear him sing. And so I started singing, and I got the whole group singing the Star Spangled Banner. We didn't need to to watch uh, someone sing it for us, and that was that was rather inspirational. But getting to the topic of speaking, um, what was really really very interesting to see was that I mean we've been hearing for months about what a great um, debater, what a ga- what a what great uh, what a great speaker Barack Obama is, so inspirational, and and really that's been um, what's been driving his uh, nomination so far is how he has been able to be so persuasive in his speech, getting us wrapped up to believe in this in this um, idea of hope, and yet what was fascinating was at this. In this particular forum, where where he didn't have a speech, or he, I mean, presumably he had some things in his mind that he was going to talk about, but the questions were really excellent, and they were more personal questions, and they were questions that were would have been hard to prepare for, and so off speech, off book, off uh, a prepared speech, whether he prepared it himself or other people prepared it, without a speech in front of him. Um, Obama was essentially lost. He was looking down. He was looking all around. He was trying to find the answers somewhere in space. And um, he was, it's, it was quite clear that he was trying to find an answer that, rather than being authentic, was an answer that, that m- the majority of the people would like. Whereas McCain came out, and although he hasn't really been... Um, spoken of necessarily, or at least as much as Obama, as far as being such a great orator. In fact, he was the one who came across sincerely, strongly. He gave direct answers, powerful, declarative sentences. You knew exactly where he stood in his answer to each of the questions, whereas Obama, by the time he got finished, um, first of all, it was kind of depressing. I don't know. It, it, it left you with a real down feeling, and um, and you didn't know what he said. <laughs> was that? Uh, what question was he answering, and, and what was he saying? And so it just drives home the point of today's show, which is whether you are trying to be president or whether you are um, trying to make some extra money or whether you are trying to uh, sell yourself, your idea, your opinion. You know, you don't have to be someone with a book or a, or a DVD or a CD or something or, or some product to sell, although, of course, you do need to, to speak persuasively with that. But we are all speaking every day, and we're all trying to sell something every day. And it may just be, rather than a book, it may be yourself, your idea, your opinion, but you're trying to persuade people around you, your family, your coworkers, your friends. You're trying to persuade them to think a certain way or to do something that you want. And so speaking is, is really a fundamental um, tool that you should be able to know how to use in a really um, oh, top, exemplary, persuasive, passionate manner. 
so that you can bring success to yourself, whether that's monetary, political, um, just getting your own way in your family. Uh, that's what you need to know how to do. And my guests today, R.V. Robinson and Lee Pound, are two of the top experts in persuasive speaking. And so I'll stop my persuasive speaking, or what I hope was my persuasive speaking, and go to them. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Carroll. Thank you, Dr. Carroll. Well, now, I know that you both have been so busy preparing for your upcoming conference that you um, weren't able to watch the forum at the Saddleback Church, but um, certainly the whole, well, why don't you respond um, to what I was saying in terms of not necessarily politically, I'm not asking you to reveal who you're going to vote for, but just in terms of, of either politicians or people in general and, and the kind of um, speaking that I was talking about. Okay, well, I'd, I'll go first. This is RV. Um one thing that's fascinating about watching you know, great speakers, whether political speakers or not, is what they choose to talk about. And one of the biggest secrets to being persuasive is to find out what your audience wants and give it to them. Those are the people, and be authentic doing it. So the most powerful persuasive speakers are the ones that can connect to the audience, they know what the audience wants, they can sincerely and authentically deliver it and get it. And those are the people that we want to follow. So whether or not the presidential candidates can hit that mark all the time, I, I'm sure that there's a lot of uh, pressure and stress on them, and most of the time we have found that they don't. They don't write their own speeches, and as a result, if you don't write your own speech, how can you be authentic? How can you connect to the material? How can you connect to your audience? So I think that's that's one aspect of it that we see that we as listeners maybe have a little trouble with, and that's why sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. It's part partly being prepared. Lee, what do you have to add? Well, I would add that being on stage a lot, we are actually working on preparing ourselves to work with an audience and to convince a particular audience not only to buy our stuff but to buy our ideas mm-hmm. and to buy what we have to say. And one thing a politician is trying to do is the same thing, but I have a feeling that in a lot of cases they overdo it. They over-prepare it, and they get down to the exact words that they have to say and have the teleprompter up there, and it comes across like wood. Right, right. It comes across feeling like they're not with the audience, they're not sincere. And I know they're trying to keep from making some horrendous gaffe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you heard a politician say something and it comes back to haunt them right. two weeks later? Right. But what happens is you lose touch with your audience when you do that, and you lose some of that persuasive ability. Right. So a great orator is up there, he knows his speech, and he's got all of this oration skill in him, mm-hmm. and he can blast it out. In a lot of cases, you put that person one-on-one in a room, and they're not anywhere near as good. Another speaker can go up there and be absolutely nothing on stage because they don't know how to work Mm -hmm. with an audience and can come across personally better. So if you're going to be out speaking and you're going to be out trying to convince people, you have to take both. Right. You have to be able to do both on the stage and both in person-to-person and in small groups. Right. And I think another mistake that some of the politicians make is they try to please everybody. They try to please too many people. When we speak in business, we find our target market, 
and then we go and deliver to them what exactly they want. We do research. We know what they want. It's not general. Where I understand in a politician's case, they might want to reach more people. So what happens is their their message gets muddled and muddy. Their authenticity kind of diminishes because they're just trying to be too much to too many people. And I think as the as the race and the fights and the debate goes on, I think sometimes they really lose touch with their original message or the original reason why they're there yes. up in the first place. I agree with you. And, in fact, it used to be that a politician could go out and give a speech in Peoria, Illinois, <laughs> and nobody else would ever hear about that speech. Mm. Now, with the Internet, with television, with radio, what he says in Peoria Tuesday is in the headlines all over the country Wednesday, so you can't tailor to a little group That's anymore. That's true. And a lot of politicians try to do that. I think if they would just come out and say, deep down, this is what I believe. Yes, yes, and absolutely. really connect with the audience, that they would be a lot more successful. Because like Arvi said, they're trying to be too many things to too many people. And that just ends up in a world where everybody hears everything. Right. It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work whether you're a politician or a business owner. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't work. Exactly, because the word gets out. You know, and that actually, you are pretty much describing the the, um, the problems with what what Obama's um, speech was like, or not speech, but you know his answers to the questions, trying to please too many people, um, and not really coming across with an answer. You know, it would be good actually if you could get a copy of this. I'm sure that's not too hard to do, um, and you you might want to you might find things. Um, to use for your seminars to show what's good and what's bad in speaking. You know, there was some, because it was so striking, you know, that it might be, make a good teaching tool. There, there you have another DVD. <laughs> right. I, I think you're probably right. We would have a field day with, with some of the, the talks that we've seen in the past on, on that kind of a political stage. But, it, you know, it, it all comes down to a matter of, I think, education and learning and sometimes your your best speakers, or what they think they're the best speakers, could learn some new ideas and some new traits that maybe might work better today than than last year. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I think part of it is, particularly with a national politician, we, we the more genuine. Yeah, I I, I hear what the, we the need more. To break. Yes, we <laughs> unfortunately, genuinely, I must tell you that we do need to dig, to take a break. But we will be back. We'll continue with that. My, my guests today are R.V. Robinson and Lee Pound. We're talking about how to speak your way to wealth, and when we come back, we'll find out how they did just that. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, 
and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're talking today about how to speak your way to wealth. And my guests, R.V. Robinson and Lee Pound, are experts in just that. So one of the things that they recommend is uh, the use of story when you speak. And so I, and I always, you know, actually, uh, not, I don't really call it that, but I, I usually put my guests on my couch. And, um, and in fact, I guess that's what I'm getting all day when, <laughs> when I get patients to tell me their stories. Um, but also I have my guests sit on my couch and tell me their stories. So... Um, whichever one of you would like to start, I'm sure we'd all like to hear your story about how you went from whatever to um, being in the uh, being passionate not only about speaking but about teaching people how to speak and particularly your seminar, speak your way to wealth. So why don't why don't one of you start? Do you want to start? Okay, Lee's going to start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, I came up through the writing business. I started in the newspaper business. I was a newspaper editor for many, many, many years. And in the process, I learned a lot about stories, about writing short, succinct stories for the newspaper. 
but what really gave me my expertise in story and how to use them not only in writing but in speaking and how to make speeches more powerful by using stories was that I started writing novels. And I actually wrote three novels. I learned a lot of writing skills from a former New York publisher that I worked with in a seminar for years. And when I started applying that story skill that I learned in writing novels to speaking, Mm. I discovered that one of the most powerful ways you can keep the attention of an audience and build that message that you want to get out into your speaking and into your audience was to use a story in a specific way. So I've developed a way to teach story that creates a building story that creates emotional tension that at the top of that story, when everybody's expectant and waiting for the message to come in, you put the message in when they're the most receptive. Hmm. And that's the power of stories because it, it takes people out of the facts and puts them in a more emotional state. So that's what I teach in both writing and speaking is how to use stories and story structure to create your books and your speeches in such a way that they draw people, that they keep people interested, that they draw them through, they keep them listening through the entire speech, through the entire... And that's that's the most powerful thing that I've discovered in using stories. So my newspaper experience was incredible. I started speaking almost 30 years ago and started weaving stories into speeches over many, many, many years. So that now when I get up on stage, I have some very powerful, very clear stories that I use to put whatever message out there I need to get out there when I have a message to give to the audience that I want them to get. Well, you know, it's interesting because looking at it as a psychiatrist, um, it's taking people back to bedtime stories. You know, it's taking people back to that cozy place mm-hmm. where um, they sat, you know, uh, cuddled with their mother or their father and were read to, or even or some parents, you know, um, who, who had a gift for story even just told them stories. Exactly. Um, and it, so it brings back that warm, cozy feeling, and you kind of have people right um, in the middle of your hand. And I think when you do regular speeches with a lot of information, like a lot of people do. It's work to listen to all that. It's yeah. work to listen to the information. And the story comes in and they say, okay, now I can rest and relax yes. a little bit. And in the process of relaxing, they open their minds a lot more. Yes. And that's where that persuasive power comes from because they can see at the peak of the story, yes, I understand, I see it, I visualize it, I get it. And then you give the message right into the point where they get it, and they get your message. So that is one of the most powerful things you can do with persuasion. But, you know, one of the things that I've wondered about that, and, of course, you see this with some people, um, if, you're, if you have your, your box of, you know, your magic box of, of stories, and you pull out the ones that best fit your audience, how do you keep from making these stories stale, from these stories getting stale? You know, if you've told it so many times, how, does it, how do you keep it fresh? To me, there's a point at which you know the story very well, and then there's a point at which you're beyond that. The story is just part of you. So when you go into the story, you don't have to think about the words anymore. You can just play it. You can play off the audience. You can have fun with the audience while telling the story. Mm. And in fact, 
when I tell a story, most of my stories are 98% the same every time. <laughs> but I know them so well that they don't feel stale because they don't feel recited. They feel told. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way you do stories is when you're telling the story and people are just sitting there listening. So that's now that's my background. I've done a lot of different things. There's a few things I haven't even mentioned, but in bringing all the stories and writing and speaking together, Speak Your Way to Wealth in the seminar business was a natural. So that's how I've come to be where I am. Okay, Arve? Thank you, Lee. Well, actually, my background is different, very different. I came out of corporate America. I spent about 20 years plus as a systems consultant working for a, a large uh, CPA firm called Deloitte Haskins and Sales back in the early 80s. And so my background was that the partners of the firm decided that the best way to market this new service of, of implementing financial accounting systems was to speak. Now, they didn't give me any training, and I didn't know anything about speaking, but I took a little theater in college, so I thought I could do this. So I went out, and I spoke to some great organizations, but I wasn't selling anything. I wasn't getting results, and I knew in my heart of hearts that if I didn't get results, I might not have a J-O-B anymore. <laughs> so um, one day something happened, and it's, this woman came up to me, and she virtually told me that I wasn't a very good speaker. And the way she did it was she told me that I said okay after every sentence. Now, I didn't know I said okay, but I got what she was saying, and that was I needed to get some help because what I was doing wasn't working. I was instead distracting my audience. I'm a firm believer that your words either are going to attract people to you or they're going to uh, repel people. And by me saying okay after every sentence was just, you know, sending people away from me and not bringing them to me. So I became a student of public speaking after that because I decided that was not going to happen to me again, that I was not going to go through that embarrassment. There's nothing like feeling humiliated before you take action on something. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And then as I got better, uh, I started teaching my CPA friends and colleagues, and then I started teaching on a national level and, you know, these these kind of uh, public speaking skills. And then about five years ago, I decided that it was time. And, again, I never stopped becoming a student of speaking. And as a matter of fact, I started teaching uh, people how to develop their killer elevator pitch, how to develop their core message so that people want to do business with them. So about five years ago, I decided it was time for me to reach more people, more business owners, entrepreneurs, service professionals, network marketers, people that had businesses, because they didn't have a mentor, per se. They didn't have a persuasive uh, coach, mentor, just for business owners that could help them with the three most important speeches that they need to grow their business. So uh, I started my, my entrepreneurial business five years ago in teaching business owners how to become more powerful speakers in order to generate leads, attract clients, and grow their business by using public speaking as a marketing strategy. Well, now you mentioned the three most important speeches. Um, could you go through that? Absolutely. Three most important speeches that every business owner, marketer needs to market their business is, one, your killer elevator pitch. That's that little sound bite when someone says, what do you do? 
you want something that's going to perk their interest, not just send them away. Like, you don't want to talk about your title. I'm a loan officer. I'm a financial advisor because that just stops the conversation. You need something that will perk their interest and create a, con- a reason for a conversation. The second most important speech that, that every business owner needs is their self-introduction so that when they go to a networking event or they go to, like a, for example, a chamber meeting or a seminar or whatever where they get to stand up and introduce themselves, again, you want to be outstanding. You want to have it articulated in such a way that it's so benefit-driven that people want to know, well, how do I do that? Or i get got to get to know that person. Maybe there's nothing in it for them right then, but they know that they need to make a connection with you. And then the third most important speech is your front-of-the-room talk. That's the talk that's going to get you clients. Okay, well, good. When we come back, we can talk more about these things with my guests, R.V. Robinson and Lee Pound, experts in um, holding the magic key that unlocks your door to success. And you're going to hear more little tips, or big tips, (laughs) to make big money (laughs) by using your mouth. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. What can you tell me about SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA teaches you employability skills. So you know how to deal with people, you have teamwork, your resume is going to look awesome. Well, it's important to know your technical skills, but not only that, to have soft skills, the skills of learning how to communicate with people. On the web at SkillsUSA.org. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guest jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times do you want help then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships... Check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. 
Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're talking today about how you can speak your way to wealth. My guests are R.V. Robinson and Lee Pound. They're two of the top experts in persuasive speaking. And um, one of their elements that they talk about is story, and we've been hearing their stories about how they got into this and about, you know, um, how strongly they feel about helping you uh, to be more persuasive speakers. Let's just hear their story about how they came up with this um, seminar that is going to be held this next week. We'll give you more information about it, but but how, why don't you um, tell us about that, and, and I'm sure that will get into some practical, uh, some additional practical pieces of information that people can use. Sort of, I guess these are sort of teasers to get. I mean, you know, what you were talking about before, RV, about the uh, the three most important speeches that you need to to know to grow your business are, are so important. And um, we can we can go into that a little more and, and some other things you're going to talk about. But but let's hear, how did the two of you get together and decide to uh, make a seminar, how to speak your way to wealth? Well, we actually, it was, we were at a seminar together. Lee and I really didn't know each other that well. We were both Toastmasters in different clubs, and we've seen each other around the district. Uh, we shared a stage together um, as speakers uh, earlier that year. Uh, but we went to this event, um, you know, Lee went with his wife, and I, I went by myself, and, and it was uh, a mentor that I had hired early on when I started my business, and it was, you know, the hoopla of the event, and it was the end of the event. Everybody's, you know, happy, cheering, feeling real good about the three-day or four-day seminar that we were at. And then Lee, Lee was saying goodbye, and I said, Lee, we could do this. And uh-huh. I kind of put out my arms, you know, as emotion of the seminar, and he said, yes, we can. And we both agreed we wanted to do something for speaking and for speakers, and that was how the idea was born. And, and the title, Speak Your Way to Wealth, actually was a speech that I, I used to give. Um, and so we used that, and it just all clicked in place. And I tell you, I couldn't have picked a better partner um, if I did it on purpose because Lee and I complement each other in terms of different strengths and different um, talents. And uh, it's, we've been now three years putting on this event, and it's, it's a lot of work, but we have a lot of fun, and we get along great, and um, it's just been a great, great partnership and a great, great journey. And one thing I'd like to say about it, it's, it's not always that easy to start a business. No. In fact, it can be very difficult. And one of the things that we did going in right at the very beginning was that we made it a priority. We set a time, and this is what anybody doing a business should do. We set a time when, hey, we're going to be talking about Speak Your Way to Wealth, whether we have anything to talk about or not. Mm -hmm. And by forcing ourselves to be there, we started playing off our ideas against each other, and we started raising the bar. So instead of going for, say, a high-level Toastmasters speaker, 
we ended up with our first speaker being Dottie Walters, who was mm-hmm. the queen of public speaking. Yes. One of the founders of NSA out here in L.A. Right. And one of the first really powerful female speakers. Right. And, and that was yeah. her last speech on our stage. Oh, wow. Her last speech. Yeah. And, and we have it on video and audio as well. Mm-hmm. And from huh. there, we started asking some big names. And they said yes. <laughs> that, that's one of the most powerful things we found was you ask, you set your start, your right. goal way as far, as high as you can do it. Right. And then you go for it. Get out of your comfort zone. Exactly. And all, the only thing that some speakers that we asked said no. So what? We kept asking other speakers that mm-hmm. said yes. Well, so one of the things, um, what are some of the things that you want people to learn when they by the time they leave. I mean, what, are, what is your goal? You, you didn't, it, I, I can tell that you people didn't do this. I know, it's, I know it's speak your way to wealth, but you didn't just set up this seminar to, to uh, speak your way to wealth. No. Um, what, I mean, for example, what are some of the things that, that you can tell um, the audience today, the listeners today, that, that can kind of start them on the road? Okay. Well, I'll just start this. I'll, if you... Speaking is the best way to get people to know you, to position yourself as an expert, to become an authority figure, to gain credibility. And so by you getting up in front of a crowd, it gives you instant credibility. And, and instant, it makes you an expert instantly, even before you get out there and speak. So if you're going to speak and do free local talks, and this is, this is how, Dr. Carroll, this is how I built my business in the last five years. I speak somewhere once or twice a week, and I, I gather leads, I attract clients to me, and then I've got enough to follow up, and I close them. That's what we're teaching people at Speak Your Way to Wealth. Whether you want to be a professional keynote speaker or whether you want to be a business owner and say, you know what, I want to get out there and start speaking to attract clients, my ideal clients, that's what you're going to learn at Speak Your Way to Wealth. The more you speak, the more wealth you will receive. It's a direct correlation. The more you speak, the more wealth you will attract. Well, so that's what Speak Your Way to Wealth is about. I- and you know that, um, uh, well, of course you know, but let me tell my listeners, for those who don't know, public speaking is the number one fear. Of course, that was, those, uh, those statistics came before, <laughs> before 9-11. But um, uh, public speaking is the number one admitted fear, let's put it that way. Um, and so, so I'm sure a lot of people listening to this think, well, that sounds great, but, you know, I... Um, I can't do that. It's too scary. Well, a lot of people that we've talked to have said the same thing. However, having been having done it for years and years, in fact, the first speech I ever gave was an hour long to 150 people. And maybe I was a little nervous going into it. But you see, if you make it about the audience and not about yourself, you will get rid of a lot of that fear. Yeah. And also, if you channel the fear... Everybody who gets up on stage at some point feels a few butterflies. But if you channel that into energy, into getting your message out to the audience, instead of shaking up there on stage and not being able to say a word, you'll be a much more powerful speaker. Right. And to add to that, the thing that I found that's lacking and why people get nervous, really, and they don't want to do it, is because it's unknown. 
So what I teach people is a system. I give people, because remember, Dr. Carol, I said I was in the systems field mm-hmm. in corporate America. Well, guess what? I'm a very linear thinker, and so I developed a proven system that they can follow. Grab your audience's attention. Build rapport with your audience by saying thank you, telling your personal story. Uh, use the persuasion speaking model for the, you know, for the, the meat that's in the middle, call to action at the end, and it's a, it's a very direct model that and I have found that that relieves a lot of the anxiety that people face. They don't have a roadmap. I'd be pretty scared if I was going to go to lunch and, and I didn't know where to go or didn't have a roadmap. So just having this roadmap, this proven formula, relieves most of the anxiety that people experience. Exactly. I think that is one of the most important things is to know, first of all, what you're doing, to know what, you're, what you have to say. But here's the other thing that people don't realize about speaking, and this is true of writing, too, I've found. People think they can get up there and get on stage and And wing it. And wing it. And wing it. And they don't realize that speaking is a profession. Speaking is something you can learn, but there are techniques, there are ways to do it, there are things you can do to prepare yourself. And too many people say, oh, I couldn't do that, or they get up there and they think they can do it. And then they get scared right. because they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know how to start. I always tell people, if you're going to wing it, you get wing it results, which means you're not <laughs> going to sell anything. You're going to just get what you gave. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the first things that anybody getting up on stage needs to do is prepare themselves. They need to study. They need to practice. They need to get their message down. They need to listen to other great speakers. They need to do exactly what somebody would do to become say, a CEO of a company or an accountant, you need to study the field. Right. And you need to know it backwards and forwards. Otherwise, you're just setting yourself up for failure. So that's why we teach people, why we get people into a a place like Speak Your Way to Wealth, where they can see great speakers, where they can get the message, where they can get the tools they need in order to actually go out there and speak successfully. Yes, it is It is true. Sometimes when people uh, just wing it um, and then they have a bad first experience, then that gives them the feeling, oh, well, I can't do this. Exactly. And that that's part of what we try to get people away from because we start by teaching them the basics before they ever get sent out on stage. Right. Well, look at what happened to me when I started without any help. Mm-hmm. I got humiliated. I got knocked down a few pegs, and then I went and studied it, and I never stopped. Exactly. So we're giving people an opportunity to hear some of the best. Right. And that's really what we were about because we looked at what was going on out there, and we looked for, for seminars and things of that sort that on we the would subject. go to and there on isn't. the subject, and there weren't any. So right. we created it. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. nothing is as true about speaking as ours. We've seen some other kind of like programs, but then they'll have an Internet marketer there. They'll have a PR person there. All of our speakers are speaking on speaking. You know, maybe one of them's using NLP in your presentation, how to use humor and add humor to your presentation because funny equals money. <laughs> funny equals money. So we've handpicked these speakers. And and some speaking, you know, one one individual speaking about the soul of speaking. So so we want to address the you know spiritual aspect of people and people being authentic because even if you're in business, you can still be real. You can still be connected with who you are. And so we've got all kinds of different um, aspects of, of that. And we think 
you know, blogging is an important form of speaking through your blog. Yeah. So, anyway, yes. we have a variety. Exactly. Yes, you know, it's, it's kind of the um, trick is um, combining authenticity and a passion for conveying your message to the audience um, with being prepared, you know, sort of not losing that, that spontaneity is part of it, too. Right. Exactly. Well, we, our spontaneity, spontaneity is going to be cut a little bit short as we have to take another break. But we will be back. So uh, keep listening as we talk about Speak Your Way to Wealth. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, with R.V. Robinson and Lee Pound, two of the top experts in persuasive speaking. We're going to be giving you during this uh, segment uh, information about how you can reach them through their website and through the telephone if you have more questions um, to find out about how to attend um, and what's going to be happening at their seminar this coming weekend on uh, the on Saturday the 23rd and Sunday, uh, well, Friday the 22nd, Saturday the 23rd and Sunday the 24th. But let's go back and um, uh, chat some more about some of the things you're going to be talking about. 
Um, Arvi, you were telling us earlier on about the three most important speeches that right. um, people need. Why don't you, if you could explain, go into a little more detail about each of them. Okay, sure. I'd love, love to. All right. Well, the first one is your elevator pitch, which is your 10-second sound bite. Now, elevator pitch got that name because as long as it, you know, the length of time it takes you to get from one floor to the next or to the ground floor, when someone says, what do you do, is about how long you've got to, to state your business to somebody. Because, see, when we go to a networking event, it's like our arms are crossed in front of our heart. We're going, you're not going to sell me anything, even though we know we, we're going there to connect to people. So your job is to get that crossed arms, uncrossed, so the person is listening to you. So that little elevator speech needs to be a benefit-driven, what's in it for your audience, what's in it for me, so that they will uncross their arms and listen to you and say, how do you do that? So it's a real quick 10-second bite, and I have a formula that I teach people to do that. So it might be something like, like I teach business owners and entrepreneurs who want to attract more clients how to use public speaking so that they can attract clients and generate endless leads and grow their business effortlessly. Mm-hmm. So now everybody wants to grow their business, get leads. I mean, the, the, my target market anyway, um, different target markets are going to want different things, but there's basically only three things we want more of, more money, better relationships, and better health. So you center your message around one of those, and you got it. Mm. The next speech is the introduction. You just take that sound bite. Take the sound bite. You know, a lot of people, when they self-introduce themselves, they say, hi, I'm R.B. Robinson. My company is yada, yada, yada. Nobody cares. (laughs) Right? I'm sorry to say that, but nobody cares until we know you care about us. So put your sound bite first, the benefit-driven sound bite, then add your name and your company name, and then a powerful memorable hook statement. And the one that I use for all my talks, I'll do my sound bite, say, I'm R.V. Robinson, I'm a persuasive speaking coach and a master speaker trainer. And remember, if you can't say it, you can't sell it. And people remember that. Now at my chamber, I have the whole audience repeating that statement, (laughs) and it makes it a lot of fun. And then that third speech needs to be your sales presentation or your front-of-the-room talk. It's always a lot easier to reach one-to-many than it is one-to-one. So if you're going to grow your business and really build that wealth, you need to get out there and speak one-to-twenty-five, one-to-fifty, one-to-hundred, one-to-five-thousand, whatever audience you can get in front of, because then the right people will be attracted to you. You don't have to do anything. Just tell people where you're going to be at the end of your talk, and people will automatically come up to you. You invite them to approach you. And the people that are interested in doing business with you will come up to you and approach you. Yes, that's very helpful. Very good. And, Lee? What- well, when you look at a business and you look at people in business, particularly coaches, consultants, professionals of that sort, how many of them actually stand out to you? Not very many. If somebody says, well, I'm a life coach and I can do this, there's 50,000 life coaches yes. out there. So how do you differentiate yourself from the crowd? Right. And that's what we're really talking about at Speak Your Way to Wealth because we're showing you the two pillars on which your business can sit, which are speaking and, in a lot of cases, writing. Now, I teach writing. I publish books. But I also do speaking because I think both of those pillars work together to get you the clients, but they also work together to get you the expertise because think about it. 
the person on the stage is automatically perceived as, as an expert. The person who walks into a potential client's office with a little flyer, well, he's just like all the others who've come in. The one who comes in with a book and says, now here's what I've written, automatically stands out above the crowd. And that's where you want to position yourself because otherwise you're just one of many rather than the one that becomes the go-to person. That's one thing that we have done through our speaking and through our writing and through blogs, through all the various methods that we use to made ourselves stand out. YouTube, <laughs> you find videos, you'll find us all over the web. But we've made ourselves stand out above the rest of the crowd. And that's really the key to making a business work. You can get a few clients here and there, but you want them to come to you. And the best way to do that is to be the go-to and person. be visible. Be visible. Be out there. So that's what we promote with our businesses, is helping people take that step into that next level of expertise. Yes. Um, what about the people, though, who, who are listening and thinking, well, that sounds great, but um, I don't have the time for this, I, you know, especially in today's economy. I have to um, work my tush off just to uh, pay the mortgage. Well, I would say that the key is this is the time that you need to be doing it because if you're working your two-shop, you're working too hard. When we talk about attracting clients, generate leads, Dr. Carroll, I'm really talking about effortlessly. I don't work that hard. Lee, do you work that hard? No, I don't work that hard. And you shouldn't have to work. Now, you could shoot. now I get out there and speak once, twice, sometimes four times a week, but it's not hard. It's one speech that you develop over and over and over again, and then you just get out and say it. You don't even have to practice it after a while. So now is the time to do it. It's no different than what Jack Cancel said in his Success Principle book. If you want the same results, keep doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I challenge everybody that's listening in to take some new action and to get out of your comfort zone and see what happens. And as a perfect lead-in to you giving me information about how people could uh, find out more about your seminar this weekend. Right. Lee, go ahead. I think the quickest way to find out about our seminar is go to our website. And our website is, interestingly enough, www.speakyourwaytowealth.com. <laughs> right. And on there you'll find everything there is to know about Speak Your Way to Wealth You'll find the sign-up boxes. You'll find all the speakers listed. And we've got some incredible speakers. We've got Mark Victor Hansen, Dave Lacani, Adam Urbanski. We've Eric got Glockholm. We've got people who are true experts in their fields. Right, coming. Dave Lacani. And in three days, the attendees will get probably a decade's worth of learning if they tried to do it on their own. They'll get it concentrated. They'll get it right then and there. So, speakyourwaytowealth.com is the place to go. And also the phone number, if people want to talk to you personally. Yes, Yes. 909-949-8527. That's 909-949-8527. And it's going to be held in? In Los Angeles at the um, Ayers Hotel in Manhattan Beach. It's right at the 405 Freeway and Rosecrans Avenue. Right, so in California. it's very easy to get to in Los Angeles, California. And for those of you who are listening from a different country, you can still get here by Friday or Thursday night, actually, <laughs> so that you can... Uh, <laughs> what did you say? 
just buy a ticket and fly on over. That's right. Welcome. So again, I'll give out that information. The website is speakyourwaytowealth.com, speakyourwaytowealth.com, and their phone number where you can actually talk to them and and ask questions um, after you've checked out the website is 909-949-8527, and I will be there. So um, not speaking, actually learning. Uh, There's always something to learn, believe me. So... (laughs) So thank you very much for um, being on the on the show. Um, you've given us a, a great taste of some of the things, and more than that, I think that you've um, inspired people. Um, I hope that you have, and I hope that all of you listening will, you know, perhaps you can't really get to Los Angeles by Friday, but you can go to their website. There are teleseminars, free teleseminars you can download and so on. And um, the main thing is opening your mind to this whole concept of speaking your way to wealth. And again, it's speaking your way to wealth, not necessarily just uh, to sell a book or a, or a product, but also to sell your opinions, your ideas, and to persuade people in your life. So thank you all for listening. Again, that was, uh, I'd like to thank my guests, R.V. Robinson and Lee Pound. Thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.